Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. I'm Edwin K. Morris. John Abrams has been an Iroquois agent for 22 years and lives, eats, and breathes cars. Starting in high school, John owned his own body shop as well as a detailing business. After college, John followed his love of cars towards the auto insurance industry. Focusing on classic cars has been very beneficial for John. He has been selling Haggerty classic car policies since 1991 when they were first offered. Out of the 2,600 customers that the Abrams Agency serves, over 600 clients are with Haggerty. What is exactly the definition of a classic car? Is it different than an antique car? Yeah, classic car normally is a car that's over 25 years old. Hmm. That's the definition of it. So is there an antique car? There is. Oh, so what's the definition of that? Well, antique car is just a really old antique car. Anything beyond that 25 mark. Yeah, as soon as you have 25, you're in that antique mode. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how many classic cars have you owned? Or antique cars? About 50. All American made? Um, no. Uh, MGs, uh, MGCs. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. That requires a how many car garage? <laughs> well, what's nice is is uh, I've always worked on a car, fixed it up, enjoyed it, and then moved on to the next one. So is the term for that still motorhead? Yeah, I, you know, I like that. It's an enjoyable side of the business, yeah, being a motorhead. A friend of mine that is in vehicles, that, as I was, we, we talked about, the old magazine we used to get to order stuff from long before the internet. Mm-hmm. Do you remember J.C. Whitney? Sure, absolutely. So he looked it up. It's still it's still a thing. It still exists. I actually have a 69 catalog in my garage. <laughs> Under glass? or What's neat about it is, is that you can see the, the prices of things. Yeah. And now, you know, when you go to a car show and you see, see certain things, you see them and, and people are like, oh, this is coveted. And you're like, well, you could have bought that at J.C. Whitney for $12. <laughs> <laughs> when did it occur to you to make this passion into business? Uh, well, uh, I've been in the insurance business for 37 years and successfully had an agency and have still have an agency and decided that I really wanted to do some fun things. And I thought about what's fun for me. And I've always been around cars all my life. My father actually built cars to go to high school. My brother always worked uh, on cars, and he is an engineer at GM. I always just love seeing cars, detailing them, doing body work, all that stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get into the classic side of the business and enjoy myself. So about 10 years ago, I said, I'm going to specialize with Haggerty Insurance. And it has just been phenomenal. That's a great start. It actually was icing on the cake for you by the sounds of it because you were able to flip something you're totally passionate about and bring a business sense around it and say, hey, I know the subject matter. I could tell you all day about a a two-barrel Rochester carburetor all day long. That, that, That is a great niche. So how many niches can there be in the insurance game? Well, in the niches in terms of, you know, there's all kinds of niches from airlines to single props to helicopters to boats to antique boats 
to all kinds of different things. But I think the classic car side really identifies with a lot of people. What I also recognize is that classic car is the toy of the insured. So if you can play with their toys well and they're comfortable with you, they give you the rest. So it really, really works out well. So your calling card is, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. What's your marketing like? I mean, do you go to car shows and, and hang out? Do you sponsor things? How, how do you get out there in front of the people? I sponsor a lot of car shows, but generally, uh, I just love to mingle and talk to different people. And I see cars that really identify with my passion. And when I start to talk to people, they see that I have the Haggerty sign on my shirt or whatever, and they ask a question. And... I just go through the what it is to have Haggerty and what the pricing is and what I can do for them. And they say, give me a quote. And I work with that. And then I get referrals and referrals and referrals and referrals. And that's how it works. What is the most oddest vehicle you've had to quote <laughs> or you, you insured? Well, probably in the exotic side, cars that are just off the wall, I have this one client that has, it's called the Revenza. And the Revenza is actually based on a Jeep Wrangler. They take this car, they completely rebody it, uh, completely do everything, put a, a different motor in it, like a Hellcat motor in it, and do all kinds of stuff. Uh, smoke screen and, you know, all this stuff. And uh, the car ended up being $460,000. And I asked him for like a whole list of what he did. And you could see that he, he was like adding and adding and adding. And it was just amazing that it was just like continuous. Like he could just, he was going to, you know, add another hundred grand to the car because he wanted it. And it was very affluent guy in Colorado. Then he ended up having a huge car collection besides. I've got to ask, are all these machines street legal or do they just keep them in a shelf somewhere? There's not license. They're not out for use. Some cars are, are show cars, but typically uh, most of the cars are registered for the street. Uh, does a person want to take it on the street sometimes? No, because they're at, at such a point that they're trailer queens and it would just be heartbreaking to drive it on the street and get it chipped up or dirty or whatever. Uh, and then there's cars that you would think would be trailer queens, but people actually love to drive them because they put so much passion into the car. And most of them are probably not in New York state. I'm guessing. That's not true. No, New York. I'd have York to, I'd bad. have to soon Nevada, Arizona, California. No, 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 no. New York is a very passionate state. Pennsylvania is very passionate. California, Florida, uh, Kansas, Alaska. I have a guy that has a has a massive collection of cars in Alaska where he just buys them and puts them in garages. And it's just amazing to me. You know, there's a lot of maintenance with a vehicle, regardless if you're using it or not. Actually, I think it's a little more maintenance heavy if you're not using them because things can go awry that you're not aware of. Yeah. In this marketplace, uh, is there something that is specified to how it's used, you know, maintained? How does that all work? Well, Haggerty doesn't have any kind of restrictions uh, for use. They want the person to actually enjoy their classic. That's their motto. 
and it's also a feeling that they don't want to restrict the love or the passion of the car. But when it comes to cars that just sit around, um, they also there's all kinds of other people that are involved that do concierge work where they'll take a car and they'll maintain it for you. And actually, Haggerty has a garages now that are popping up throughout the United States. It's called Garage Plus Social. And basically what it is is they'll take your car in. They'll maintain it on a battery tender. If it needs an oil change, they do that. If it needs to be detailed, that it's done. And it's delivered to the person so that they can use it. And it depends on, you know, locale. They're also handling storage and every, so you just call, hey, I want my car for the weekend. Yeah, we'll be right there. With Haggerty, there's a concierge uh, department that as a Haggerty insured, you can call them up and say, hey, I can't find this part. Can you find it for me? And they will help find that part. Wow. Who can I use to repair my vehicle? And they'll have like a certain group of people that they know that are on a list that are preferred. They've had good referrals from other past clients and they do that. So what kind of claims do you actually see coming in on a classic or an antique car? Not many, but when you do, it's usually something like an, a vandalism or a fire. Um, you know, that's typically the claim. Uh, sometimes uh, you'll be having a situation where a person will be driving to a car show and another party will hit into that person. That's the typical. Cars are very, very well uh, taken care of. People are very responsible. It's their baby. They don't want to get it ruined, you know? Is a 1967 Chevy four-door Impala a classic? Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. In fact, I wish I had that car back. Yeah, in fact, what's happened is is that there's a whole renaissance of station wagons, four doors, that those cars, which were not really coveted before, people are starting to look at them and say, you know what? It's neat that I can throw the family in a, in a station wagon or throw the family in a four-door and go to a car show. And it's not just looking at a car. It's a whole social situation. You're all about the people, Correct. right? The engagement and the, and the conversation. Correct. Uh, the one thing about the 67 Chevy four-door Impala, I'll say, is you could fit about eight full-size adults in that vehicle pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. It was a boat. Yeah, absolutely. What is this Haggerty Top Gear Award? What Haggerty did was they started to look at uh, the agents out in the field. And basically, they've picked the top 20 agents throughout the country. And they've ranked them based on production and quality of business and so on. And um, I was named one of those 20 agents. So I thought that was really wonderful. Just once? Twice. Twice now. Yes. So, so, did now, that, so now what? Now you have your own parking spot? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> they, what they what they do is they send you some shirts, they send you an award, they give you some perks. I have my own underwriting team at Haggerty, uh, which gives me the ability to be able to do some things that are done fast. You know, I know my stuff. So basically, they know that I have everything in a row. So when I call an underwriter, it's a done deal. Well, my last question I've got to throw out here is that, do you see the car more than you see the owner? And the, the reason I ask that is, I assume there's a tight group of folks that, hey, if that comes up for sale, I'm buying it. Do you just end up seeing the same vehicle with a different owner? And Yeah, what's funny is, is that 
you don't really see the same vehicle all the time. That's that's a real misnomer. Basically, there's so many vehicles out there that are hidden gems that finally are starting to come out and being shown. It's just amazing what I've found with Haggerty, just being that agent, running around, going to all these different places. There's so many cars that are so cool, and everyone has their preferences. You know, not everyone wants that Chevelle or everyone wants that GTO. Some people want the Caddies, someone not the Lincolns. Sometimes they want the Jags. Sometimes they want to be Concourse. Sometimes they just wanted to be a driver. Sometimes they just want to relive their youth, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I have a variety of vehicles. I just bought a 78 MGB, but I have a 72 Lincoln Mark IV, and I have a 55 Cadillac Fleetwood, you know? And then I have a Roush Mustang. I mean, I, it's a whole variety of vehicles. And there's a lot of people like that that have not the same vehicle. Or then you'll have some people that just like, I want to have the 32 Ford, you know, and they have them all or that type of thing. So what's your daytime driving vehicle then? If you've got all these in the wings, what, what's the daily use? You got a, a minivan? <laughs> what, what are you driving? No, I have a 20, 21 Denali XL. <laughs> that I go to car shows with because I can shove as much as I can of giveaways into the back of the car. That's what I drive. And I just bought the car a month and a half ago, two months ago, and I already have 8,500 miles on the car. That kind of tells you how many miles I I drive. And it's all going to different venues, restoration shops, all kinds of places. Uh, Classic Auto Mall in Pennsylvania, Whitehall Restoration up in Massachusetts all kinds of different places, Morton restoration and Connecticut. I can imagine that it's hard for you to leave the office and go home because it's just your cars. You're just cars all the time. Well, you see behind me, right? Oh, I see that. Yes. Okay. There's about uh, 25 vehicles behind him in different sizes and shapes (laughs) in model, model form. They're not all big size, but yeah. And that's and that's like a one thirty second of my collection of, of vehicles. And how that came about was that I was trying to teach my children what the cars were, what they looked like, and they can identify a lot of cars. So I'd buy a model at a car show or at a different store, and they'd say, oh, okay, I know what that is. So now it just blew up. It became, you know, a phenomenal collection so, is, so now there's insurance for model classic cars also yes oh there is absolutely oh. Haggerty has that they have it well, what do you know about that <laughs> and there's others so let's have another talk soon yeah john thank you for being here it was a pleasure to hear your experience okay very good thanks for listening to this edition of the trusted advisor podcast brought to you by iroquois group Iroquois, your trusted advisor for all things insurance. And remember, get out of the office and sell. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join me for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast.